0: Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome. Welcome to Sunday Night Live, where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive in change. Welcome. Thank you for embracing change in your life, leaning into learning how to make the most of it, how to thrive in the midst of it. And when I talk about thriving, I'm not talking about that everything's pretending to be hunky-dory. I'm talking about that even in those dark seasons of change that we're in the midst of unwelcome change or unwanted change, we can still sink our roots deep. We can still find nourishment in what's true and what's good in those four principles that we've talked about so much and we can be strong so that when it is our time to bloom we are ready to go so welcome thank you for being here and saying hi missy's here hi missy and philip i'm glad you're here you guys this is going to be a great night um i want to welcome you and let you know that tonight our Thrive Principle is hashtag trust the process, trust the process. Want to give a huge shout out. Let me get it up here. Um, there we go. Thumb Roast Coffee. Uh, congratulations once more to Thumb roast Coffee and their founder and owner, Missy Bobo you guys she knocked it out of the park she was voted or selected as one of the best small businesses in michigan and the award ceremony was earlier this week and i was able to go and honor her i'm so proud of her i want to just shout it from the mountaintops uh, that Thumbrose coffee deserved that award and so did she and i want to encourage you if you haven't tried it Go to ThumbRoastCoffee.com, use the coupon code THRIVE, and you will get 15% off of your order. And I also want to give a huge shout out to the Sunday Night Live viewers and listeners, because you guys were so supportive of her. And I just really loved seeing all your comments and you were cheering her on. And that was just amazing. It's one of the things that social media does best. So thank you. And Shout out to Thumb roast Coffee. Thank you for giving me some love every morning when I wake up. And thank you for showing some love to the Sunday Night Live viewers and listeners by offering them 15% off. And all they do is go to ThumbRoastCoffee.com and you know the routine. Type in THRIVE as your coupon code. Get 15% off. You will love it. You will not be sorry. All right. Let's see who's popping on. Oh, there's Carol and Mary's here. Mary's here watching live. I always love when you're able to do that, Mary. Thank you guys for popping in. This is amazing. All right, so tonight we are gonna talk about around the bend, around the bend. And this principle of trust the process is so important whenever you are on a journey. The, the changes that we plan in our lives, that destination that might be a far off, but we know that's where we're headed. It can be a slog uh, and it, it is a journey. We don't just get there overnight and there are reasons for that. Uh, but I was thinking today of a story that just highlighted some aspects of our journeys as we're traveling toward that change we want. And I'm gonna share it with you. Uh, Ken and I, it's all been almost a decade now, went to Sedona, which is in Arizona, and it has the most beautiful red rocks. Some of you may have been there. Um, It's gorgeous. And we decided we wanted to take a hike. So we got a map uh, because of we couldn't use our uh, mobile phones because of the signals in the mountains. So it wasn't trustworthy. So we went and we bought a map of several different uh, hiking trails that we could take that were appropriate for our rather limited ability. Uh, Ken was probably more capable than I was, but I wasn't used to hiking, but we picked a five mile hike and we thought this is going to be great. And we set off on this five mile hike and I'm not going to lie, as we were walking along that journey, um, I was not thrilled like it was not overwhelmingly beautiful. It was a slog. uh, But at the end, there was a payoff. And that's what I want to talk about. Our five mile hike. Three things jumped out at, at me as I was reflecting on it today. And I wanted to share them with you because you're on a journey, too. You're on a journey toward becoming that person that God created you to be and fulfilling your purpose on this earth. And that requires change in you. It requires change in me. And so here's some things I learned from that journey. Uh, it, It truly is one of the most profound experiences of my life. And it's been valuable to me for this whole, the decade that I've been able to reflect on it. And I think these are some things that you're going to find resonate with you too. So the first one is this, that five mile hike, which was really only a two and a half mile hike up and then a two and a half mile hike back. So it was a total of five miles, but that journey was not glamorous and it was not exciting. In fact, I remarked to Ken several times these trees, they look a lot like the trees we see in Michigan. You know, that's—I was thinking it was going to be something exotic. Not so much. A lot of it looked just the same as what I was used to seeing if I took a walk on the nature trails here in Michigan. And I found that to be a little disappointing. Uh, pretty much, we were just putting one foot in front of the other. Some—it was pleasant, but there was nothing breathtaking and like, wow, you know, some hike, we could have done this at home. (laughs) But we carried on. The first thing I want you to remember about your journey is this, that most of it will not be exciting. (laughs) Most of it will not be thrilling. Most of it is going to look a lot like what you've done in the past, those consistent things that you know are going to pay off The consistent things, small things, sometimes small steps, but you know they're going to pay off consistently doing what you know you have to do to get you a step closer, a step closer, a step closer to whatever destination it is that you're heading toward. It's not always glamorous. All it required of us was to keep putting one foot in front of the other, looking for those trail markers and heading toward the destination. Don't give up. Don't give up. If you know where you're heading, don't get discouraged if it doesn't feel thrilling. Stay the course. Keep the faith. Keep walking. The second thing I learned was this, and this is so important. Two and a half miles to the destination of this trail, two and a half miles back, And there were several places along the way to stop and rest. And even if we were not exhausted, even if we didn't feel like we needed it, Ken and I would stop at each one of those rest points. We'd take a drink of water from our backpack. We'd rest our feet a little bit. We didn't stop. We didn't stay there and set up camp. We took a break and we rested even though we didn't necessarily feel like we needed it. Here's what jumps out at me when I reflect on that. We were so glad we did. We were so glad we did because the early part of that trail (laughs) might've felt pretty mundane, but it got a little steeper and it got a little more difficult. And by the time we got to the end, It was downright difficult. And if we had not taken the opportunity when we had it to take a deep breath, to take in our journey and where we were, just enjoy the process of that beautiful walk, even though it felt a little mundane, if we had not have done that when we were trying to get to our final place, it would have been really hard. It would have been far more difficult than it was because we took the opportunity to take good care of our body, get some water in, get some rest. I'm talking to somebody now, you've been on a slug, you've been on a slug, you've got a goal, you know where you're heading. And you need to understand that it is a marathon, not a sprint. Take the opportunity to treat yourself well, take a rest, enjoy the process. Nourish your body, nourish your heart, nourish your soul. I did a a live broadcast earlier this week from my personal Facebook and uh, baby Kenny was with us. And oh my goodness, baby Kenny is a jewel. Please go look that up if you haven't seen him. He's a jewel. He's our grandson. Ken and I know what feeds our soul and spending time with our loved ones does it every time. So when we get busy or we're tempted to set that aside, we remind ourselves we need that time. We need to spend time with the people we love. We need to have quiet time in the morning. There are things that we know that bring us true rest. What brings you true rest? drop it in the comments what do you do along your journey to make sure that you are getting the rest you need physical emotional spiritual where do you find it drop it in the comments i want to hear what what feeds your soul that trip that ken and i took was one way that we were feeding our soul seeing new sights that we'd never seen, enjoying nature in a way that we hadn't enjoyed it before. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was a decade ago. I've had to stop many, 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 many countless times since then and find other ways to feed my soul, to get my rest. I've had to be intentional on this steady journey toward that goal of drinking enough water We need that for every journey. I don't care what journey you're on. Drink some water, people. Drink some water. Um, It was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful that we had opportunities to rest and they were obvious to us. Uh, They were clearly marked. There were benches there or sometimes a table. uh, Or sometimes there was just a clearing where you knew that people you could see that they had sat there and maybe thrown out a blanket or just taken a few minutes to, to rest and catch up. What are the markers on your journey where you know consistently you're going to be able to stop and rest? Uh, church does that for Ken and me. We go to church and we love to be with other people who are worshiping with us. We love that we're refreshed by worshiping God. We love that we hear something good that that nourishes us spiritually. It's beautiful, and that's something that's built into our schedule every week. We go. Because we know it's a rest point and we need a rest point along this journey. Missy says, definitely morning time of prayer, reflection, make time to be in nature the beach in the woods and take time away where I can be alone for a bit. The introvert in me, Missy says, needs less peopling sometimes. Yeah, you understand yourself, Missy. You understand yourself and congratulations for recognizing what it is you need to truly rest and and have that sense of peace. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. All right. The third thing about this is, as we were walking along that sometimes boring path, we had a map. We We knew where we were headed. It looked so similar to what we saw all the time at home in Michigan, a little bit disappointing, uh, a little bit um, tedious even, like, wow, this was kind of a long slog here, a half a mile, three quarters of a mile of nothing but a big field, (laughs) wow. But we had no idea, we had no idea that with every step we were taking on that boring, mundane, sort of everyday path, we had no idea what lay or lie, what was lying around the bend. It's a two and a half mile to our destination. About two and a quarter miles, things started to look real different. We started climbing up like rocks and it was a really narrow path and This was very different, and I was very glad we had rested up because we are climbing a mountain, (laughs) a rather steep part of the mountain. It was unsettling, was very unfamiliar. I was nervous. I didn't know what was going to come next. I knew they had said that it it would be a doable path for somebody of my skill level, but what if they were wrong? I felt this flutter in my heart that was saying, Don't know if you're going to be able to do this, Shannon. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if you can't keep going? What if you get scared? We're getting high. All those fears started to pop up. But there was an exhilaration that was coming along with that, too. An exhilaration that was coming along because two and a quarter miles of pretty mundane, everyday path. And then all of a sudden, you could tell the going was getting a little tougher. And as we climbed those steps, it was almost like a rock steps, if you will, but we had to use our hands to pull ourselves up. And it was narrow and there was not room for two people to pass. So it was like kind of a one at a time thing. I'm climbing and I'm climbing, I'm climbing and I'm getting more and more nervous. And the path took this jut. It just veered off to the right. And I was kind of startled by it because all of a sudden I'm facing a rock. Okay, we can do this. Turn around, come out and emerge at the top of a mountain. And below us is a valley filled with greenery and flowers. And there are soaring birds and red mountains and rocks all around us. And you could see for miles, miles and miles. If I had stopped two and a quarter miles in, if I had decided this has been a boring walk, and those rocks look a little steep, and I'm not sure I'm in for this, it's probably not worth it. If I would have stopped. I would have never experienced that breathtaking view. I can tell you this, if you are walking, (laughs) Missy says she's at mile 2.25. Don't stop. Don't stop. I know it's been tough. I know it feels like it's been a slog. But Whew, just around the corner is the payoff, but you can't see it from here. You can't see it from here. It's just how it goes. You've got to know in your heart that, oh, I got to take deep breath, guys. I'm getting overwhelmed here. Oh, my goodness. You have to know, you have to know that if you've been doing good consistently, doing, not just doing well consistently, but if you have been doing good consistently, if you have been walking towards something good, if you have been bringing the honor on this journey, I don't care how many mistakes you've made, God takes care of that piece. He takes care of that part of it. He doesn't expect you to be perfect. He doesn't expect me to be perfect. All he says is walk toward that good thing I showed you. What has God shown you? Walk toward it. It might look boring. It might look tedious. It might look like the same old, same old. But I promise you, you just can't see it from here. But there is going to come a time, Missy, when you take that next step and you move from the mundane to the miraculous. When I saw that view, I cannot even describe how beautiful it was. It was amazing. It was a slog getting there. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't glamorous. There were some bright spots along the way. But overall, it looked a lot like what I'd been doing. And then there was the climb. That extra oomph that I had to choose to invest to get up that incline, to scale those rocks, to trust that the map that I'd bought at the 7-Eleven was telling me the right way to go. It promised me something good, hoping for the best. I'm gonna keep on going. And when you make that final curve and you see what you could not see one step before, your mind is gonna be blown just like mine was. Don't give up, don't give up. I'm not saying to keep doing the same fruitless thing that's not what I'm saying. And hey, go to the YouTube channel. There's something there about how do you know when to quit? <laughs> you go watch it. Um, but what I'm talking about is when you know you've been making good decisions, but the results haven't been what you thought they'd be, but you know they were good decisions in uh, Livestream Leadership. Uh, Corey, I think, uh, and Corey's here. Hi, Corey. Uh, Corey mentioned that, oh, it doesn't matter who it was mentioned that just because something didn't work out, doesn't mean it wasn't the right decision. When we focus on making the right decisions, the culmination of all those right decisions will lead us to something good and better. It's no guarantee, but I'll tell you what, there is a guarantee that you'll never see that wonderful thing. If you stop, if you're doing the right things, heading toward the goal, You know there's something there, but you just can't see it yet. You only see it in your mind's eye. Keep the faith. Keep walking. When you round that last curve, you see the view that you had no idea was there. Somebody mentioned this term to me, and they gave me just a brief overview of it. uh, And I'm going to share it with you what I understand it to be. uh, In just a moment, the term is called the adjacent possible. Mary says this, we had our first church service in a real church building today. Congratulations, Mary. That's fantastic. Waiting four years for this to happen, we chose to keep going. Sometimes it was hard and today was awesome. Mary, my heart is happy for you. I'm joyful because of this Turn that your journey finally took, and now you can see where you were heading all along. You're seeing the payoff, and I'm going to trust and believe with you that God's going to do great things with you and your church family and in your community through this new building, through this landing place. Congratulations, and thank you for sharing that joy with us. Thank you. All right, adjacent possible. There are some things that you cannot know until you know something else. (laughs) Right now we have electric cars. I have an electric car and I love it. It's called a Bolt and my husband and I just think it's a blast. We love it. Um, We have an electric car. It has a battery in it that will power us to go 300 miles and some change um, on on a beautiful spring day. It's really cool. Having a car with a battery in it that could be charged up by plugging it into my garage and take me on a 300 mile trip was not possible when they first discovered electricity, but it wouldn't be possible without it. You hear what I'm saying? This ability to have. All the technology we have—the air conditioning, the car that'll go 300 miles, uh, the the wonderful electrical extravaganza that we enjoy every day—that was not discovered or invented the day after Benjamin Franklin flew his kite with a key held onto it. If that's even true, and and the lightning struck right, and he discovered electricity, uh, but it was necessary for all this to happen. Step by step by step, we build on what we know. And if we stop where we're at, we'll never see that next thing. What I'm here to tell you is this, Missy, your journey that you started several years ago, when you looked ahead, it was impossible for you to see that your company was gonna win an award for being a great small business. It was impossible for you to see what that could mean when you first started but three years in did it start looking possible did it start looking like oh you know what this is coming together this could be something great we have to take the steps along the journey and what we find is as we take more steps we see more possibilities all we can see are the adjacent possible from where we're at the possibilities that are right next to us that we can see that's as far as I could see right there but when I take a few steps forward on that path I see just like I saw that beautiful mountain view possibilities I did not know were there it's the same for you Your adjacent possible changes. What's possible for you changes as you walk your path. Keep walking toward that thing that you know God's called you to be, created you to want, given you a a passion for. Keep walking toward that. That change that you truly want to see happen. Keep walking toward it as you walk. You will see more and more possibilities, your adjacent possible changes. Benjamin Franklin could not have predicted that we would have robots. Benjamin Franklin could not have predicted that I'd be sitting here on an iPad or driving a car of all things using electricity. He could not have seen it. But if he were able to walk this journey of several hundred years, at each step, somebody said, that's possible. What if? What if we build a rocket? What if we fly a plane? What if we go to the moon? Keep walking. As you walk, your possibilities expand and they grow. That's what you were designed to do to keep walking. Carol says to relax and move forward. Her rest we're talking about I love church and my Saturday leadership class being here And my two-day getaway once a month. Ooh, a two-day getaway. I love that, Carol. That's amazing. (laughs) Well done. And thank you for sharing what you do. Missy, I'm glad this is beautiful to you. Um, For all of you who are listening, I'm glad this is beautiful to you. Your path is a beautiful path. None of it has been wasted. Don't stop here. When all you see is no possibility, and nothing. You've got everything you need to take the next step you need to take. Take that step. Your mind will be blown at what possibilities unfold before you as you continue to walk that path that God called you to. And there are good works for you to do along the way. And they may look mundane, and it may seem simple and boring. I promise you it is not there will be times on this journey that you will inexplicably turn a corner and go, Oh, I didn't know that was going to be there. It wouldn't have been there if you'd have stopped. Well, it would have been there, but it wouldn't have been there for you. Keep going. Philip says this walk in faith, pray and believe. Yes, Philip, believe that the the God who called you to walk is faithful. Right, is faithful to give you the courage, the tools, the information, everything you need to do the next thing you need to do. All right, I love you guys. And as we are wrapping up, feel free to keep dropping in. I've got some news I want to share with you, and it is this Um, I am going to be bringing Sunday Night Live to a close at the end of may so we will have three more sunday night lives together and then i'm going to take the summer off as a pause from this and i am going to re-energize and refresh myself and start exploring some new things that god has shown me are possible this is a beautiful, beautiful thing in my life. It's been a joy. I've been doing it for four years, you guys, four years. We've been meeting here Sunday night, every Sunday. And it's been amazing. And there are hundreds of of videos of us sharing together that are on our YouTube channel, which you can go watch. But I want you to know that over the next three weeks, Um, let's make this beautiful. Let's really dig in. What do you want to know before this chapter of Sunday Night Live closes and a new something opens up? Because I promise you this, I'm still here. Um, I will still be doing live stream leadership. And so ladies, if, if this is something that you've thought about doing, maybe jumping into the live stream leadership program, now's a great time to do that. Uh, because we will be continuing that. Um, And then I'm thinking in the fall, I would, I think I would like to start something else similar to what we're doing here, but maybe with a different focus. I don't know. I do know this, that I am continuing to walk the path of good works that God's laid before me. And he says, Shannon, it's time for you to let this be complete set it down release it to the people and keep moving on toward the next thing and you guys i can't wait to share with you what it is because i don't even know for sure but i do know this that um i'm still here i will still be a presence on facebook you know where to find me um i'll be doing lives from time to time but it won't be a predictable thing like it is with us here on Sunday Night Live. Um, And then for the next three weeks, this is a last call. Is there a topic that you loved that you'd want us to revisit? Are there questions that you'd love to have answered? Drop them in the comments, send me an instant message, whatever you want. Um, I just want to make sure that for the next three weeks, we spend beautiful, valuable time together uh, being excited about the change that we've been able to experience by the power of these principles that you've explored with me and also the change that lies ahead of us which is exciting to think about and a little bit (laughs) nerve-wracking all right let's see the comments you guys um, miss Mary says, good for you. And Missy says, congrats for the pause and uh, invites everybody to join us on Saturday mornings. Yes. Ladies jump in. Um, Philip, I'm ha- He says, I'm happy for you. And I'm going to miss seeing you. Philip, I'm going to miss seeing you too. Um, but w- I'll be out there and around on social media. Um, Carol says this proud of you. You always practice what you preach and we have loved all you have poured into us. Laura says it's bittersweet. It is bittersweet. It is bittersweet Um, and I'm not sure exactly what comes next, which makes it more difficult because you guys change. A lot of times is out of our control. And this is one of those changes that I can only control a small piece of it. But this is what I'm I'm just so glad to be able to show you that I know that it's time for this. To be tied up with a little bow. I know that it's time for this to end so that something else, even better, can happen. And I invite you to stay with me on this journey. Um, I did not think to post it, but I will. Um, I'm going to give you a little link and uh, keep your eye peeled for it. If, if you're First of all, let me say this. If you're not a member of the Sunday Night Live Facebook group, I'm going to pin that at the top of this Thrive and Change page so you can join that and I'll keep you guys posted of what's happening in that group. And there's some fun things I have planned that are very low. Um they don't take a lot for me to do it. And so I think I'm gonna try to set up a couple of things in there so that so that we've got a, a place to go when we're missing each other, you know? <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Um and then I'm also going to invite Each one of you, Um, some of you I know have watched and listened and have never, ever said, hey, I'm here. And that's okay. I love that. But moving forward, I do plan to be communicating with you through email. And so I'm going to give you a link that you can sign up and be on my email list. Um, And that way, as new things unfold in my ministry and my um, service to the people that I love, Um, As that unfolds, I'll be able to keep you posted. So two things. Make sure you're in that Sunday Night Live Facebook group and make sure you follow the link to sign up for my email list so that you can be up to date and also I'll send good things, Um, you know, little tidbits and stuff. A lot of times stuff like what we talk about here, but I plan to do that throughout the summer uh, as well. All right. Corey says, excited to see what what you come up with next. It will be on fire or it will be lit. (laughs) It will be. I believe that, Corey, and thank you. Um, Missy's got a topic question. I would like to have your teaching perspective how good and exciting change can be, especially for the S's like me. Talking about the disc, right, Missy? Right, that S style personality that loves safety and security and steadiness. (laughs) Um, we can do that. Absolutely. And Carol says, my topic is how and why you feel like picking a word for the year is important. I will talk about both of those things. Absolutely. And I'll be watching this string, you guys. Um, And feel free to just post it um, on the Thrive and Change page or jump into the Sunday Night Live with Shannon LaRouiere Facebook page. Um, I'm going to post that link as soon as I'm done here. I love you guys. I love you. And I'm uh, this one really should be bring the honor, but I am honored to show you what navigating a change can look like. So I want to be transparent about this change that I'm making, because I don't know exactly what it looks like. Uh, But I want you to see uh, so that you can do it, too. There are things in your life. If you don't have them now, you will. Where it is time for them to sunset and it's time to embrace the new thing. And sometimes, if we're holding on to the old, we can't fully embrace the new. And while I'm holding on to the old, to what's been and that I've loved, when I while I'm holding on to some of these things that I know it's time to change, what it does is it limits my adjacent possible. I'm stuck, I don't want to say stuck, I'm choosing to stay in a place where I can't see what's around the bend. So I'm going to let you guys follow me. I'm going to go around the bend. I'll keep you posted what I see. It'll be awesome. Um, uh, Missy says, so immensely grateful for you. Well, I'm grateful for each of you and you especially, Missy. You've been faithful, Um, always leaning into what we talk about here and generously sharing. And I appreciate that. To all of you, God bless. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you next Sunday. Uh, The countdown begins. (laughs) Three, two, and then one. Uh, So next week, we will gather again. Sunday Night Live, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'll be live and loving it. Bye.